Students from St. John Bosco Community College in Kildysert have uh, returned in recent weeks from a memorable, very memorable trip to Africa. The transition year students visited the Mission Vale Care Centre in South Africa and to learn more about what they got up to, I am joined in studio by a number of guests, uh, by teacher Claire Ayers and by students Claude O'Connor, Emer McGee, uh, Sinead O'Leary and Ali Talty. You're all very welcome to studio. Thanks for coming in. Thanks very much. Delighted to be here. Slight hesitation there, but they eventually, <laughs> they eventually responded. Uh, Claire, I might start with yourself um, th- on this trip. Is this something that uh, you do with the TYs every year uh, at at the school, or do you go to a different destination each year? No, this has been a long tradition, the link with Mission Vale, I suppose, not least because of the connection with Sister Ethel um, at being in Lissy Casey and our school being in close proximity. This, is, uh, for, for, this is Sister Ethel Normal. Normal. She was the yes, founder of the Mission Vale Care Centre. Yeah. Yeah. So this was our seventh group to um, go from the school and I suppose the first group since COVID. So that was important and a little bit emotional too, because the first trip since Ethel had passed over two years ago now. Mm. And uh, like how much planning goes into it? Um, you know, the, you're back since I think the 19th of February. Um, so would there been a lot of planning going in towards the back end of last year, particularly given, as you say, this is the first trip uh, in four years in post-COVID? Yeah, absolutely. I suppose the first stage in planning would be interviewing the TY year to get the correct candidates, the interested candidates, those that will get something out of the trip. That started so was this time last year um, and then the girls started on the huge mammoth task of fundraising which they were really successful in um, I suppose all the practical planning a lot of that is done by Father Don O'Mara and Joanne Allen of, and the Trust of Mission Vale Ireland also And when you say selecting the right candidates is this um, uh, how do you how do you gauge whether they're made of the right stuff is it like an X Factor style contest or how does well, it work I'm not so sure I'm not so privy to that but knowing the girls and having them had in my classroom just know that they're made of strong stuff they're you know they are eager to work hard that we could trust the fundraising for, with, with them and they you know as I said were fantastic in that respect so we've four, four students in this morning but how many in total uh, made the the trip uh, there was tw- a group of 25 between volunteers there was seven students from St Flannan's um, Scarf Community College and then volunteers their teachers and other volunteers from the community also Okay, very good. So I mean, a trip to South Africa um, is going to need a, a considerable funds. It's a big, big trip and there's a lot involved in it. Um, so what was the planning, but also the fundraising for the trip? Like, was it left to the individual students to work out the, the, the methods through which they would raise the, the money well, they needed? Our vice principal, Miss Convey, would have been instrumental in helping the girls with the ideas. You know, the girls were fantastic coming up with ideas and um, having a very successful fundraising event, not only covering the cost of their flights, and accommodation but also in being able to hand over a substantial amount to the Mission Care um, Mission Vale Centre you know which they're hugely thankful for you know without the money without the funding they can't do any any of the new um, programmes that they have put in place Okay and I, We'll get a, a sense from the students of, of what was involved in the fundraising but I might ask uh, you Ali Talty about the, the fact that this as Claire mentioned was the first uh, ret- trip to the Mission Vale Care Centre since Sister Ethel's passing and there's a there's a family connection um, uh, to Sister Ethel for yourself yeah so uh, Sister Ethel is actually my grand aunt Um, when she does come home when she used to come home she stayed at my Nana's house um, which is only like two minutes from my house so we were always over Um, it was a very special time when she came over it was um, she was always such a a happy person that she'd brighten your day like so every time we went over it was always a nice um, greeting we get at the door 
So, um, yeah, she didn't really talk about Mission Vale much when she was over here, but I, I presume it was just because she liked to um, make the most of her trip when she was over and her family time that she did get. So, um, yeah, she, um, she'd she uh, really make you proud of all the stuff that she completed over there and you didn't realise it until you did get over there because you just seen pictures, heard stories. It wasn't... Um, you didn't... It, it was hit. It hit you really hard when you got over there. The reality of it was amazing. The amount of work that she put into it, with only one person, like it was amazing with the amount she did over there. It sounds like that would get you know. Even though she didn't talk much about it when she was in Ireland, I'm sure you were all very familiar w- with what she was doing over there, and I'm sure you were always going to be on this trip. Uh, and particularly given it was the first one since her passing, to to get over there and see firsthand uh, what she played a big part in establishing. Yeah, definitely. It was always. Um, in the talks we'd always um, my dad was actually supposed to come over with me when he'd found out that he was going but my sister's confirmation kind of um, butted in so siblings huh yeah (laughs) so he had to um, stay at home but he definitely wanted to come back and we talked about it before that it was I definitely wanted to go anyways when I heard about it I um, wanted to go on the interview so yeah I was always looking forward to heading over Okay, um, I and mean, what did you do in terms of fundraising then? To uh, and uh, you know, like roughly speaking, like how much, I presume you need a couple of thousand to be able, to, you know, to, to head to South Africa. Yeah, so most all of our fundraising actually was a group thing. So we didn't do anything by ourselves. It was all um, like ideas spread from the group. So we actually the flights and accommodation altogether was about. 10,000 so we decided to get on the fundraising for that first and once we completed that we didn't stop there so we kept fundraising for the kids and the centre and um, we got 6,700 um, fundraise for them so we had to bring that over then we, um, ourselves when we got over there we gave them to them. Okay very good and, and well done to all of you for, for, for doing that. Clodagh can you tell us a little bit about the trip over and what the anticipation and excitement levels were like. It's nice, you know, to go, to go on a on a trip like that anyway, but you're going with some classmates and some friends and you're you're going somewhere you've probably never been before. It just makes it kind of all extra special. Yeah, so obviously we were all really excited to go, but there was also nerves because you go on holidays, but you don't ever really go on a volunteering trip and we didn't really know what it'd be like. So um, it took us 30 hours to get there, which was very long. 30? Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't envy that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, we got to know everyone, you know, through the flights and all. And then it was really nice when everyone was together. Everyone was like a team. So no one was nervous or, like, on their own. Everyone was together through it. Yeah, that's, uh, I suppose, uh, you know, having having familiar faces there really helped. And Emer, tell us a little bit about, you know, when you finally get to South Africa, you get to the Mission Vale Care Centre. What were your, your first impressions like? I'm sure they, you know, they showed you around what they do. Yeah, so we travelled to the centre on the Monday and we went by coach each day because it was about 20 minutes from where we were staying. But like, it's just, it's so different. Even describing it, it doesn't do it justice because you're just driving outside Port Elizabeth and there, you can just see it dropping and then you just come. And there's actually a university outside this township, which I think is crazy because compared to the like poverty face inside. And then when you're just driving in, there's just rubbish everywhere. And the houses are made out of stuff that like we would throw in the bin. Like we wouldn't even keep our animals in. Uh, but like, Despite that, when we got there, the people, they were so happy, so welcoming. We got, like, a great welcome. They were all singing, dancing, and, like, inside the Mission Centre is, like, heaven compared to what's around it. Everything's so organised, and it's just really nice inside. 
And Sinead, when when you get there then on the first day, you know, have have you got an itinerary of what you're doing each day? Because we're call, I, I call it a holiday, but it's not like you're going there to relax on sunbeds for a week or 10 days or whatever. So you're actually, you're doing work and contributing to the great work that the, that the care centre does. So, you know, was what, were you given a, like a timetable or jobs or tasks that you all had to uh, muck in and take part in? So we arrived on the Monday and we were split into our different groups. So... We were not put together, most of us, we'd meet the new people and make new friends. So each group was given a timetable and on the timetable was different jobs that we would have to do throughout the days. We'd get lunch and have different kind of things to do, go to the different places and see the different parts of the Mission Vale Care Centre. And what, what, what was it like doing the work and, you know, seeing the the difference that the work and the jobs you were doing made to, to those who uh, are at the centre? So we went, so the first place I went was the garden. So meeting the people who worked in the garden, you know, they worked so hard every day. We were only doing a tiny bit of their work, you know. They were really friendly and really welcoming and it was great to see, you know, that we were helping. Yeah. And it felt really nice and it was great to get to know the people who worked in Missionville and going through the different sections of Missionville. We got to see, you know, what goes on behind the scenes and who works there and how important it is to the township itself. And Ali, what kind of um, tasks were you carrying out? Um, well, everyone got the same task, just different times. It depends on what your okay. group was. But um, every, at, at the end of the week, everyone completed the same jobs and were able to talk about what their experience was in each one of them. But um, there was like different um, rooms. There was a crafts room where the uh, women like knitted and sewed and everything like that. Um, uh, there was a nutrition centre where the food was given out. There was lines and queues of people waiting for their food um, at the nutrition centre. There was a youth development. There was a social development. There was primary school. It was filled with all different types of places that you got to experience yourself. So, yeah. And uh, was there any kind of opportunity, uh, Cloda, to not have a bit of fun or you know did you have time to do your own thing or was it all very much you know you were there this is the the, the work you have to do oh yeah definitely so like obviously we would give them the timetable but you could change that to suit yourself if you want if you prefer to be in one thing than another you could do that like even my favourite was probably the studio like all the kids they were so like thankful for everything they had and when you were inside the studio you wouldn't have known where you were everything was so modern and it just shows how good the care centre is for people there because while they're there they have everything They not everything obviously but they have a lot and they've, they get their food there and they get a good edu- education whereas outside in the township it's only when you go out there that you realise the kids in the school that's where they live it, yeah. it's kind of two different worlds nearly uh, and do you get that that feeling Emer, that you know I'm not saying any of you would ever take for granted the the life you have here in Ireland but did you maybe get a whole newfound appreciation for the things that we think everybody has and it made you realize my god there are people who really really have next to nothing yeah no i definitely agree with that because when you were there everyone was just so thankful and happy and they were all like praising and giving each other hugs and smiling and the happiness was just like radiating off them and even they'd be giving each other help and no one was ashamed to ask for help and then it kind of made me think 
oh, we'd be here and we complaining that it's raining. We don't go out in the rain, even though like they've such big problems, but they never leave the house without a smile. Or, and they always like pristine and they have just so much self-respect for each other and themselves. So it really like opened my eyes to how we've like no problems here. Okay, well, while it's kind of sunny now, we do complain about the rain a lot. But in fairness, we've had a lot of it even <laughs> quite recently. What is South Africa like in February? Um, oh no, it was really nice now. It's probably like 26 degrees most days. I already regret asking <laughs> this question. <laughs> and then there was, we st- Port Elizabeth, uh, I don't know if you're familiar, it's at the bottom and it's beside the sea. So there was a breeze as well and no, it was really nice now. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move swiftly on from that because we're all feeling thoroughly miserable about it in Ireland. Um, Claire, I, I think this, this sounds like a wonderful trip, something that I'm sure even uh, the students that were here this morning would encourage the next TYs to, to, to do something like this, uh, to see a place, a country you may never see again and see how other people live, those less fortunate, um, to help them out and just giving them, making them more rounded human beings, I guess. Absolutely, that was the one thing I brought from it. How lucky I was, first of all, unfortunate in my middle age to witness this. But for the girls to have that lesson at this stage in their life is huge. You know, we spend our times chasing our tails you know every day but when you step into South Africa there was the joke it was South African time everything was done slowly and at a pace and it'll get time and there was no rush so you know that's a massive life lesson for anyone to learn and I feel envious for the girls to to get this lesson at this stage in their lives so absolutely I would appeal to anyone who gets the opportunity to go out there see it for themselves you can look at videos pictures you know anything but it will not do it justice when you get out and among the community they need our help you know, more than one person can give, more than 10,000 people can give, but any little bit of help that Mission Vale can get from us is absolutely worthwhile. Well, it sounds like it was a great experience and well done to all of you for the work you did over there and the funds you raised uh, that are going to be um, so, so uh, beneficial to those who uh, avail of the services of Mission Vale Care Centre. My thanks to Claire Ayres for joining us this morning and to Claude O'Connor, Emer McGee, Sinead O'Leary and Ali Talty. Guys, thanks very much, Thank you very Thank much. You for being with us on Friday's Morning Focus.